0: Welcome to the Fat Talks Podcast, here we will share lessons to help you on your business and fitness journey. I'll be sharing practical solutions from building my business and having mind-opening conversations with amazing personalities too. My name is Tomi Rotimi. I'm the founder and creative director of Exclamations by Tomi Rotimi, a proudly Nigerian premium ready-to-wear brand I founded almost two decades ago. I'm also the author of the best-selling book, Fat Transfer from Waistline to Bottom Line. A book on life lessons for fitness and business. Welcome to Fat Talks. So hello, welcome back to my podcast another Thursday, another episode. Today is uh, the second part of our series on consistency. That's what we're talking about today. Last week, we talked about my journey in um, trying to form good habits and the things that threatened my habit formation and how I dealt with them. That's what we talked about last week. Today is still along the same lines. I'm talking about those things that were threatening your habits and how you can manage those things it's important that we have this conversation because we are all goal-, goal setters and we all have things we want to achieve and we know that the bedrock of achieving any goal is habits habits formation forming good habits and we know that to be consistent we would have to stay on track but some things come to prevent us from going all the way These conversations are important because if you recognize a bump in the road because you've heard somebody else's story, then you are empowered to know first of all that you're human and this is not peculiar to you. You're not necessarily doing anything wrong. You can stop yourself on your track and course correct. Also, it's important we hear this story so that we can encourage other people when they hit their own roadblocks as well. So that is what we're talking about today, the things that threaten our consistency, the things that prevent us from forming good habits and going all the way. I'm going to talk about three of them today. The first one is boredom, good old boredom. I honestly think that boredom is possibly the biggest threat to habit formation, particularly in the early days of forming this habit, when the habit is still really fragile. You are not quite yet on autopilot. It's somewhere in between. The initial thrill of starting something new, even if it's a habit, is gone. For some people, the thrill lasts longer than others. But there will come a time when the emotional response to this action wanes, right? That thrill wanes. Once it becomes habitual, the excitement is no longer there. It's at this point, that the habit is threatened, the good habit is threatened, and all the leverage you might have gained, all the progress you might have made, might just unravel. So, what do you do? What do you do when you've been working out thrice a week for the past three months and suddenly you are bored, or you have been keeping your books, keeping records, watching your expenses? and benefiting from savings that comes from this habit, and then suddenly you hit a bump in the road where you get bored with that and you just want to sway a little bit and go back to your default mood which is a bad habit. What do you do? So I'm just going to touch on a few things here because I know I had kind of touched on it last week but I think it's important. The first thing, like I mentioned last week and I'm going to reiterate, attach this new habit to something novel. And it's something you can keep doing. I talked about how I attached my habit of exercising by walking, brisk, brisk walking, and, and jogging and running. I attached this habit to listening to audiobooks and listening to podcasts. And because listening to audiobooks and listening to um, my podcast is something I particularly enjoy, each time I listen to a new author. It sparks my excitement all over again and I'm doing this while walking, while running. So doing these things together really really helped me when boredom with running kicked in. So find a way to attach something novel to this mundane routine or this routine or this habit or this activity that is becoming boring. There are so many things you can do. For instance, if you're trying to start a new habit of drinking more water get yourself new water bottles it's something as mm, trivial as that as just buying a new water bottle can get you all excited again it could be an app that rewards you download a water drinking app that will give you badges and reward you when you have you know hit your target it could be finding an accountability partner and both of you are on this journey together so you you feed off each other, you share notes, and you document your journeys together. Any one of these things can strengthen your resolve and stretch the life of your new habit. And again, it can give you that excitement, that excitement that we're always looking for to keep us inspired and motivated. Another thing you can do, like I mentioned, is that you can involve other people. It could be a person, it could be a group, I mentioned in the last podcast how I joined um, a fitness group and being in that group gave me some excitement. Um, it helped me interact with other people. It helped me make new friends and it also kept me accountable while I was doing this thing of trying to be fit and you know, getting into a routine of exercising regularly. Number three, when it comes to boredom, I need you to be patient with yourself because I need you to understand that this time will come, so don't be too hard with yourself when it does come. Reaching our goal is a process that may require a number of fits and starts. So don't be hard on yourself. When you recognize that boredom has kicked in, try one of these strategies that I mentioned and it will help. It really will. As simple as they are, they really do work. The second thing that threatens habit formation and threatens us, you know, kind of staying the course with our new habits is comparison. This one will rob you of your good habits and it will rob you of a good life. Trying to accomplish a goal could be daunting in itself. You start a new product line, you start a new business. a new exercise routine and you are all fired up until you see a post on your competitors timeline or on your friends timeline or maybe it's even a celebrity's timeline you see this post and immediately you are demotivated you underestimate how far you have come on your journey and you lose sight of your goals nothing derails more than comparison and your fragile habits the one you have been nursing and growing comes crashing down does it sound familiar it certainly sounds familiar to me what do you do what do you do when you get into this mood where you start comp- comparing yourself and your journey with other people and then you get discouraged the reason why you get discouraged with this is because You are basing your real life with other people's highlights. People curate their lives for social media. We all do. It's the way social media works. I curate my life for social media. I don't put everything on there and I shouldn't. You curate your life for social media. You put in content that is palatable, which doesn't necessarily mean you put in the the real everyday struggles. So the truth of the matter is everybody has their off days, everybody has their bad days but most people only put their highlights, the best part of their day, their week or maybe even their year. Everybody's life is not as exciting as it looks on social media but we post our highlights and the most exciting part of our day. So it is wrong for you to compare your life, your journey with somebody else's highlights. What do you do when this happens though? Because let me tell you the truth, it will happen. The worst thing you can do is to assume you are beyond that. That you are too much for that. That that you, you are not the kind of person that compares their lives with other people's lives. Everybody is on this table. All of us are. Myself included. It's human. It's part of what makes us human. Because we also glean inspiration from other people's lives. So we'll always be We will always be at a point where inspiration might become a little bit intimidating and we have to decide what is what with maturity with time with understanding with knowledge we get better at it but don't assume that it's not something that you do we are all vulnerable all of us every single person i don't know one person who isn't so what do you do this is something i do the first thing i do is to recognize my triggers And to avoid them i'm not going to pretend i'm too mature or i'm too strong for these triggers so if somebody on social media for instance is really intimidating me due to no fault of theirs it's just the way i am consuming or reacting to their content i unfollow them i unfollow them for the moment i may come back to them when when i'm in a better state of mind when i'm at a point where i can taking their content without being intimidated by their lives or by their content. So do this. The unfollow button is there for a reason. It says nothing against you or them. It's just that at that point, they trigger you some way and you can't accept their content for what it is. You can't be inspired by them in the moment, unfollow them. The next thing you need to do is to be deliberate about strengthening your own relationship with your process. You need to understand by acquiring knowledge why your process is taking as long as it is, to understand how you are wired, to fall in love again with your goals, to embrace your goals, read autobiographies, understand that you are not peculiar. You are not necessarily doing anything wrong. Another thing is to really you know, evaluate your journey and to see where you might need to change things up. Maybe you are genuinely being lazy or fearful and not taking the bold steps you need to. And maybe that is what is causing you to lag behind. Whatever the case may be, comparison kills. The only person you should compare yourself with is your better self your heightened self, your potential. My last point in this today is a short one is discouragement. This sounds quite generic, but hear me out. Like I said, habit formation takes time. Just like the goals you are trying to achieve take time. Even with the best effort, it takes anywhere between maybe 60 to 250 days for a habit to become truly habitual. For the habit to be fully formed and even then, it is still fragile and vulnerable. For a habit to get to the point where it's on autopilot, there will be a lot of bumps along the way. You will fall off and get back on the proverbial wagon and you must embrace this and accept it as part of the process. But discouragement could threaten your good habits to the point where you feel like the goal is either you know, elusive or not even worth the wait. This is what discouragement is. It's taking too long, I hear people say. I've been on this journey for too long. I've been doing this for too long. It's taking me too long. This is discouragement. And this is the one thing that could really, really threaten your good habits or your consistency. So beware of that. Beware of that. So how do you manage this? How do you manage discouragement, the inevitable discouragement that comes with waiting for a new habit to fully form or even waiting to achieve a goal? You need the mental fortitude to cope with this season because it will come. And also you need inspiration to keep you inspired and motivated. Go find it. Go find inspiration. Don't wait for it to find you. Be deliberate about what you surround yourself with, who you expose yourself to, what kind of content you expose yourself to. Everything, everything matters, especially in these early stages where your goals and your habits are in that formative stage. They are very fragile. Surround yourself with go getters, with cheerleaders real time or online if you have friends who can be that for you there are some people that have that energy who just pump you up just by having a conversation with them there are other people you find online they are motivational pages inspirational pages go there glean get all pumped up with with um, inspiration and motivation read books read books autobiographies of achievers you are trying to um, emulate people who you admire and then you realize there's a common thread everybody has a journey of up and down everybody had to wait to for their for their goals to be achieved everybody everybody without exception went through their trials and their discouragements before they finally achieved so follow inspirational people on IG do everything you can to Feed the fire. Discouragement will come; it's inevitable. But do this: feed your faith, feed your resolve. Stay strong by exposing yourself to content that will motivate and inspire. This is possibly one of the most important things you can do for you in getting yourself to the minds, in the mind space and mindset of, you know, going for it. Something I have to do constantly. I'm constantly feeding my faith because I know it's vulnerable. So that's it for today. This wasn't a very long episode. Thank you so much for listening. Please listen over and over again and please share this with your network. Share it with anybody who needs to be encouraged to keep at it, knowing that good habits equal a good life. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back next Thursday with another episode Speak to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to my podcast. This was an amazing episode. Please subscribe to the podcast anywhere you get your podcast. Also, buy the book. Back transfer from Westline to bottom line is available on Amazon and also on www.tomirotimi.com. I would love to hear from you. Let me know what resonated with you in the episode or in the book by tagging me on Instagram at tommy.rotimi or tag the book page Fat Transfer by Tommy. Looking forward to the next episode. Tune in, please. Thank you and bye.